What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole, leading functional medicine expert and best-selling author. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up, everybody? This is Dr. Will Cole, and welcome to The Art of Being Well. I am so excited. Today is the first ever episode. So today I'm going to be going over the ethos behind this show, behind The Art of Being Well, why it's called that, what you can expect from the show, who the heck am I? I'm going to go over it all, my friend. So let's start with who the heck am I? I am a functional medicine practitioner, and we'll go over today what functional medicine is, what that entails, because it'll really give you a context to my perspective. Anyways, my day job is I consult people all around the world. I started actually one of the first functional medicine telehealth centers in the world. Over 12 years, I've been consulting people via webcam. So from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., that's my heart and my passion is we drop ship labs to them and we're providing them a functional medicine perspective on their case. We do a lot with people with autoimmunity and that will be a whole other separate episode, but there's a lot of different autoimmune issues. It can look different for different people, but the most common autoimmune issues are people with autoimmune thyroid issues or Hashimoto's disease or Graves' disease, people with autoimmune digestive issues like ulcerative colitis, Crohn's, celiac disease, inflammatory bowel issues, basically, people with musculoskeletal issues, uh, autoimmune musculoskeletal issues or neurodegenerative issues like MS, uh, people that have anxiety and depression and fatigue, so other inflammatory issues that may or may not have autoimmune components, but people that have anxiety and depression and brain fog and fatigue, people that have non-autoimmune, overtly autoimmune uh, digestive problems like bloating, or people that have things like small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or SIBO, people that have candida yeast and fungal overgrowth or CFO, small intestinal fungal overgrowth, people that have... Um, Hormonal problems, we do a lot with non-autoimmune thyroid issues too. And people that have estrogen and progesterone imbalances, testosterone issues, people that have fatigue. These are my people. These are people that are struggling with health problems. And these are silent issues in many ways, meaning on the outside, things look good. They can go to work. 
They can be a parent. They can operate through their life. It's not a good quality day. They're struggling to get through the day to varying degrees, of course, but these are silent and isolated issues. So it is a sacred responsibility for me and something that I take very seriously. And it's a paramount importance for me to hold space for them and to really find out what are the root reasons of why they're struggling with what they're struggling with. So honestly, that's my focus. And this show is an outpouring of that. It's a ripple effect of that. My patients come first, but I wanted to have a deep dive conversation with you all to really share with you this information that I'm seeing on an hourly basis, transform people's health for the better. So I've had the unique position to see people really up against serious health issues, chronic inflammatory problems, overcome them and reclaim their health. One of the common words that I hear from my patients when they start to overcome their issues, and these are not quick fix issues. This is a journey. I'm spending months and years with people overcome these issues and clinically monitoring them and coaching them and guiding them. One of the common words that I hear is freedom, freedom. When they don't feel well, when they are struggling, when they are isolated, they do feel alone because nobody understands it. People think, you know, that everything's fine. Why can't they just be like everybody else? They don't have the freedom to live the life that they want to live. They don't have the energy to live the life they want to live. They just, they are in pain. They have diet flare-ups. They are have struggling with anxiety and depression and fatigue. That is not a life of freedom. And to start to see that dissipate, to start to see that light come in their eyes, to start to see that decreased severity and frequency of these flares, that is that inexplicable quality of freedom that I get to see. And it is an awesome experience. It is priceless for me and my team. So that is what I do, my friends. That That's my main focus. We consult people around the world via webcam. So all of the stuff that I do professionally flows from that. So this show is that. And I've my team's been telling me for a long time, they said, you need to have a solo podcast. I hosted a show called Keto Talk for about three years. I was a co-host for a show that already existed with a dear friend of mine, a brilliant human being called Jimmy Moore. And I also co-hosted Goop Fellas, which is Goop's first spinoff podcast. Uh, and my dear friend Seamus Mullen and I hosted that together. And uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Elise Lunin hosted the main Goop podcast. And they said, hey, we want to have a guy's perspective on these wellness topics. So they asked Seamus Mullen, who's an amazing chef, friend of mine, and I to host Goop Fellas, which I hosted for a year. It was an amazing um, experiment and conversation around wellness topics coming through Goop's uh, voice and and us giving our vantage point, our perspective. I was giving my functional medicine perspective and Seamus was giving his uh, chef and perspective, his culinary perspective, and the fact that he overcame autoimmune conditions himself of very type of patient that I see. So it was a really cool experience. So that's what I was doing in the podcast world over the past few years. And then COVID hit and People were, you know, things got shaken up and we kind of had, a lot of us had to reevaluate things in our life. And I knew um, when Goop Fellows was put on hold and I said, I want to have a conversation continue. I want to continue to have the conversation that I started on Goop Fellows by myself. And it kind of 
worked out beautifully that I knew the awesome people at Dear Media. And I reached out to my, Michael Bostick and I threw him the idea. And he said, yeah, come, let's, let's do this. And that's kind of the genesis as far as the practical side of things, as far as this show. So there's that. But the non-podcast stuff, the non-clinical stuff, I've written books about this, these topics, the things that I, I love and I'm passionate about. My first book is called Ketotarian. It's a mostly plant-based ketogenic way of eating, kind of a clean keto approach. And my second book is called The Inflammation Spectrum. It's really a deep dive in these topics and of what I see on an hourly basis with patients and my functional medicine telehealth center. And my newest book is called Intuitive Fasting. So it's a flexible intermittent fasting plan that I am so excited about. It is my best book to date. And all of these books are just things, they're born out of my clinical experience. That's it. I've seen thousands of patients. So I see what works, what doesn't when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to wellness, when it comes to functional medicine. So intuitive fasting is, as its name implies, a way to gain intuition, to use flexible intermittent fasting to gain intuition and what that means, to, to really come from a place of what I call in the book, food peace. I want you to have peace when it comes to wellness. I want you to have an inner deep peace when it comes to food and to really break up that dogmatic, archaic, obsessive, shame-based approach to food and when it comes to your body, when it comes to wellness, that's the antithesis of sustainable wellness. So I'm so excited for you to check intuitive fasting out. Gwyneth Paltrow was kind enough to write the foreword and um, it's basically, we'll, be ha we'll have a whole separate episode about intuitive fasting coming up, but for now, I just wanted to give you a brief overview of what I've done and the work that I've done recently. So let me talk next about why I'm calling the show The Art of Being Well. There is a duality when it comes to what I do in wellness. There's a duality in functional medicine specifically. There's the science and then the art. And I have to hold space for both when I'm consulting patients online. And again, I'm seeing you as the listener of this show as this person that I may or may not talk to in person or via webcam at some point. But I wanted to really be able to share my heart and my passion about these things in a deeper way. Because when you're talking on social media, Instagram post, or it's a, a Twitter post, or it's an Instagram reel or story, whatever, all these things are limited by characters and context. So I really wanted a longer form conversation about these things that I'm passionate about, about the science and the art of wellness. And the art of wellness is really finding a way to manifest the science in a way that's sustainable and realistic. So what I mean by that is that there's all this really exciting clinical nutrition science and studies in the medical journals explaining the stuff that I am implementing with patients of dealing with autoimmune issues and calming inflammation and working on healing the gut and dealing with chronic infections, et cetera, to get people healthy, balancing hormones, whatever we're talking about. There's some compelling, exciting, cutting edge science that I get to implement. But how you implement these things is the art. It's the space between the words. It's holding space for somebody that's struggling with these health problems. And it's finding the grace and lightness in all of this stuff. So I really want this show to be 
a ripple effect of that and something that I implement in patients' lives. I want the same for you. I want us to learn. I want to teach you and I want to walk with you through this time together that we have on the show to start to learn about the art of being well, to start to shatter and break down the archaic, antiquated, shame-based, obsessive-based approach to wellness. Because honestly, it's not going to be sustainable if it's born out of obsession and shame and hating yourself. It's going to be unsustainable, or if it is sustainable, it's going to be such a source of dread that you're going to really, really hate what you're doing, whether that's a certain way of eating or exercise or really anything when it comes to wellness. So this is the heart of my work is you can't heal a body you hate. You cannot shame your way to wellness. You cannot obsess your way to health. That's what the art of being well, that's what this show is all about. So it's going to be an exploration about this. It's going to be a deep dive into these topics so you can enhance your health and take your life to the next level. And I do not say that flippantly. This will be the most uh, practical show that you've ever heard of. And I I don't say that flippantly. When I am talking to people on an hourly basis about their health, what I mean by that, it's the most practical show when it comes to health. So it's not going to be me pontificating some theory or citing some study or giving my tribal opinion about some health topic. This is going to be extremely practical because it's my job for 50 hours a week for the past 12 years is getting regular everyday people just like you healthy. So I've heard every story under the sun. I've heard every variable you can think of. I've seen every configuration of labs and health history you can think of. I talk to people all different walks of life from all over the world. And I've heard every excuse under the sun too of why people think they can't get healthy and I've helped them walk through it. And I want to do the same for you during this show. So the art of being well is really, it's an exploration of that. So that's basically the ethos behind the show. And if I could now walk you through the main differences between what I do in functional medicine and what's done in conventional medicine. So you can get an understanding a little bit more specifically about what the heck functional medicine is. Number one, in functional medicine, I'm interpreting labs using a thinner reference range. So what I mean by that is you all know when you go to your doctor and you have this, your number on your lab, and then you have this X to Y interval of numbers, this reference range that you're being compared to, we get that reference range from a statistical bell curve average of the population of that specific lab. So if you go to another lab, you'll probably see that reference range will vary slightly from lab to lab. So if you, if you go to Quest or LabCorp or your doctor's lab, you'll see that reference range will vary. It's non-standardized. And you have to ask the question, who are people that are typically going to labs? They're people with health problems. They're people that aren't feeling so well. So there's a lot of people that go to their doctor and they know something intuitively isn't right. Their doctor runs the basic tests and the labs come back, quote unquote, normal, even though, you know, instinctively, heck, this is not normal for me. But they're told, no, you're just depressed. Here's an antidepressant. See you in six months. Or you're a new mom. You're just getting older. You just, you're, you have to be eating something you're not telling me eat less, work out more, all these sort of maybe well-intentioned excuses, reasons, right? How could you be having symptoms despite quote-unquote normal labs? 
What your doctor is unintentionally telling you is you're a lot like the other people with health problems that we're comparing you to in that reference range. Comparing you to a group of people that don't feel well is no way for you to see how you can feel your best. So in functional medicine, we're looking at a much thinner range, this a thinner X to Y interval within that larger reference range. Where does vibrant wellness reside? Where does feeling your best live? That's the functional range. So hence where we get our name functional medicine, we're looking at the functional range. So a functional medicine perspective on conventional labs can really illuminate and give insight into things you're struggling with. So we're looking at the gray areas and things exist on a spectrum and it's not black and white all the time. It's a continuum of physiology. It's a continuum of either feeling great or feeling really lousy. So that's a functional medicine perspective. So we're interpreting labs using a thinner reference range. But the second thing we do differently in functional medicine is we are running more comprehensive labs. So we're really going to get into it on this show, guys. I have some exciting solo episodes planned for you where we're going to be going over functional medicine perspectives on very specific health topics. So I want you to reach out to me. Reach out to me on social media at Dr. Will Cole. Go to drwillcole.com. You can basically reach out to me because I want to talk about the health topics that you want to talk about. And I'm going to give you a deep dive functional medicine perspective on all this stuff. What labs to have run, different protocols, what to expect, what I've seen clinically, different case studies. It's going to be super interesting for you, I believe. And I want to geek out with you and I love talking about this stuff. So thank you for joining me through this because I know it's going to be good. Anyways, so we are running more comprehensive labs that are things that are based on that person's health history. So we're only running what's relevant. We want to be comprehensive with labs without being excessive and, you know, running labs flippantly. We don't want to do that, but we want to be as succinct and targeted and comprehensive as possible. So we look at things like microbiome issues or underlying gut problems, toxicity issues, chronic infections like chronic viral issues. We look at biotoxins or mycotoxins like mold, tick-borne issues like Lyme disease and co-infections to Lyme, Bartonella, Babesia, et cetera. And we're looking at hormonal imbalances, of course, a, a myriad of different issues, this confluence of factors, really this perfect storm of variables that should be explored. But we have to know what we're dealing with to do something about it. And many people are shooting in the dark and doing this diet or taking this supplement or taking this medication. And they're maybe seeing short-term benefits, but they're beyond the honeymoon period of this diet or supplement or medication, people invariably find themselves stuck at this plateau and they know a lot, they're doing a lot, but they're kind of stuck at, what the heck, I know something intuitively is not right here. I, I may be better off than it would be if I weren't doing these things, but I still know there's something not right. I'm not 100%. And that's typically where I'm meeting patients, where they know a lot, they're doing a lot, but they're stuck at this plateau. So the third thing that I do differently in functional medicine is we realize we're all created differently. And there's not a cookie cutter, one size fits all approach to getting healthy. And I could have a hundred people going through a set of same health issues and what's needed for one case is not necessarily needed in the next case. So again, I'm used to these beyond the basic complex cases, people struggling with different autoimmune issues or hormonal problems. So let's use the fatigue for an example. I could have a group of people all diagnosed with the same thing, let's say chronic fatigue syndrome, and they're all given the same ICD-10 diagnosis code in, in a conventional setting. And 
what's driving the fatigue for one person is not driving the fatigue for the next person. So for one person, it's maybe a reactivated viral infection like Epstein-Barr virus or cytomegalovirus or human herpes 6 virus, some reactivated viral issue. For the next person, it's an underlying gut issue. Uh, driving systemic inflammation. For the next person, it's you know, a chronic Lyme or a co-infections to that. For the next person, it's a hormonal imbalance that's driving the fatigue. For the next person, it is mold, mycotoxins that's driving the fatigue. For the next person, it's a nutrient deficiency. For the next person, it's a confluence. It's a mixture of different things, which honestly it is for most people. But the pieces of the puzzle are going to be different for different people. The sizes of the piece of the puzzle, the, the significance of the factors are different from person to person. So we have to listen and hold space for this person, listen to their story, understand the history, the health history, but then we have to run labs and really do our due diligence from the clinical standpoint to find out what's going on. So I realize we're all different. And that's the same way with any one way of eating or a supplement protocol. If I hung my hat in one way of eating for everybody, I'd be proven wrong all day long. So I have to keep an open mind and a, a intellectual flexibility to really see what the case requires. And my agenda is not some tribal war when it comes to this is the way to eat for everybody, because I realize that is very oversimplistic. And that reductionist view when it comes to wellness, that one size fits all, normally people are not seeing patients that say that. Normally it's people that are in their own bubble pontificating their opinions about health and wellness and they're not actually focusing on getting people healthy. So my agenda is finding out what your body loves and what your body hates. And let's do more of what your body loves and let's do less of what it hates so we can start moving the needle in a significant way. And that's what I want for my patients, but I, it's also what I want for you to start to learning about my experience, learning through my experience how you can better your life, how you can start to learn about this art of being well. So we use food as medicine and functional medicine. We use tailored natural medicine protocols. We use medications when needed. We do some lifestyle changes. We do out of the box stuff, which we're gonna really cover in this show. Some stuff you probably have never heard of before that maybe some of it's really weird, but I wanna show you about the emerging science around some of these things that I explore with patients and I'm educating people on to learn their options because I am pro-choice when it comes to health. I am pro-agency over your wellness. I want you to be empowered. I want you to be equipped. I want you to have options. Many people are told, just take this pill, see you in six months. But is that really your, your only option? Ultimately, nobody's sick because of a medication deficiency. So I want to actually find out what is the root cause of why you have the problem in the first place. And I'm not anti-medication at all. Some people need to be on medications. Many people are alive because of medications. I just asked the question, and I think you should ask this question as well. What is your most effective option that's causing you the least amount of side effects? And for some people, medications fit the criteria and some people need to be on it. But many people, that's the only option they're given. They take this pill, see you later. But yet that's not their only option, really. But that's the only option that they're being talked about, that they're told about. It's causing potential side effects. It's not the most effective option and it has potential side effects. At that point, we need to have a conversation. I want people to have agency over their health. I want people to be equipped with options and choice so you can make an educated decision. And in being informed and having informed consent requires you to actually be informed. So I want you to have some information here for you to go to your doctor, whether that's locally 
or reach out to a functional medicine practitioner like myself via webcam to have choice over your health. So that's really what we're going to explore, my friends. And something that we're also going to explore in this show and over the, the subsequent episodes is that mental health is not separate from physical health. That is an idea in West, in the West. We like to say, oh, that's a mental health issue. The reality is mental health is not separate from physical health. Mental health is physical health. Our brain is part of our bodies, and we're going to explore the functional, actual physiological components to things like anxiety and depression and fatigue and brain fog. Just because something's common doesn't necessarily mean it's normal. And struggling with inflammatory problems, whether that's inflammation of the brain, impacting anxiety, depression, brain fog, fatigue, or people struggling with other inflammatory problems, ubiquity, ubiquity doesn't necessarily equate with normalcy. And just because it's your everyday doesn't mean you should settle for it. So I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be lifted up. I want you to be edified through the conversations that I'm going to be having on the show. So what are the different breakdowns? What are the different episodes you can expect on The Art of Being Well? Well, number one, there are going to be uh, solo episodes just like this one that are peppered through the episodes that you're going to be hearing every week. And they are going to be deep dives in different health topics like I was mentioning to you. So for example, we're going to we'll cover one week about thyroid health and about which thyroid labs you want to have ran, how to interpret those labs. We're going to talk about how to talk to your doctor about these things. We're going to be talking about different protocols that I implemented with patients, that I implement with patients. We're going to be talking about which foods to focus on, which foods to avoid. And that's just about the thyroid health. And then we are also going to talk about different health topics too. So again, reach out to me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole or on drwillcole.com if you have any suggestions of different health topics you want me to cover. On the other episodes, we're going to be having conversations with friends of mine within either the wellness space or things that impact your wellness. And what I really want you to be learning through this show is that when I talk about wellness, it really is a broad umbrella because wellness is really life itself. But, you know, people say, I'm, I fell off the wagon, you know, whether they talk about food or, or exercise, something like that. There is no such thing as a wagon. It, the wagon is your life. And this is not about a diet or one way of eating or doing taking a supplement. This is about how do we integrate feeling great into your life? That's what we're going to be exploring on The Art of Being Well. So you're going to learn about economics and job security and political policies that impact your quality of life, which will therefore impact your health and wellness. And we're going to be covering different food tools. We're going to be talking about different supplements. Of course, we're going to be talking about different advanced functional medicine stuff for you to better your life. So I'm going to be talking to experts in all different types of fields for you to learn their perspective on the art of being well. So for example, we'll be talking, let's say, let's say to the amazing supermodel and brilliant entrepreneur, a friend of mine, Elle McPherson, you'll be hearing from her and we'll talk about her art of being well and what her wellness routine looks like and what she has used throughout her career and her health to better her quality of life and uh, what that looks like. And she's going to give her perspective on that stuff. And 
her amazing company, Wellcoast. You're going to learn about entrepreneurial stuff and how to get inspired to live your best life. Um, and then we're going to talk to, let's say, um, let me think of another guest that, that'll be coming up in the coming weeks, Dave Asprey. Dave Asprey, he's the father of biohacking. So we're going to cover biohacking deep dive of how to amplify your wellness using these biohacks from the father of biohacking. I mean, if you heard of Bulletproof Coffee and anything Bulletproof, he is the founder of Bulletproof. So we're going to be learning from the best of the best in their respective fields. We're going to be talking to relationship experts. We're going to be talking to mental health experts. We're going to be talking to environmental experts, all these amazing experts in their field to learn how to be well-rounded in learning this craft, to learning this art of being well. I am so beyond excited that you guys are going to be a part of this conversation with me too. So at the end of every episode, there will be an ask me anything. So submit your questions because we, I will answer your questions and I'll get to as many as possible over the coming episodes. So really anything when it comes to health and wellness, supplements, ways of eating, uh, lab tests, you can get super geeky with me if you want, or be fun and ask me something totally random. It doesn't matter. So you can DM me your questions at Dr. Will Cole on Instagram or go to drwillcole.com as well uh, and submit your questions. At the end of every episode, we'll do that. Ask me anything. So yeah, that is... That's basically what you can expect. I am very, very honored to be a part of this journey with you. I'm really seeing this, this show as, in a way, this manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where people aren't trying to shame their way into wellness, when people aren't trying to obsess their way into wellness, or, you know think that they're better than other people. We're just all different facets of the same diamond. A diamond is beautiful. It has all these different faces, all these different facets on them, and they're all reflecting light in a different way. And through the subsequent episodes, you're going to see different lights reflected in a different way. And they're all part of the same diamond. And that same way with all of you listening right now is you're all reflecting light in your own unique way. And there's no one size fits all. There's no broad sweeping over generalized statements that's going to just be perfectly right for everybody. I want you to see yourself in this, see your own diamondness in this and realize, oh, that's a different facet of the diamond. That's really cool. I can pick some things from that conversation to implement into my life, or I can get this information and implement this information in someone that I love that's, that you see struggling or you see them in the conversation that we're going to be having through these conversations. So whether that's bettering your life or you're learning to better the lives of those that you love around you, that is the genesis of sustainable wellness. And that is the genesis of really making the world a better place. So that is what you can expect over this show. I want you to learn about yourself in a deeper way. I want you to better your life in a way that you never thought was possible. And again, this is all born out of me getting to talk to people all around the world and that awesome responsibility that I have that I get to share with you in a unique new way that I've never actually in my years of clinical experience, I've never had the opportunity. So Thanks for giving me a chance. 
At the end of every episode, I'll be answering a question from one of you guys. Nothing is off limits. Ask me anything. And you can send your questions over to me on Instagram or Facebook. As a functional medicine practitioner, it's been fun seeing the questions that have already come in on different food philosophies, wellness trends, and ways to approach overall mental, emotional, and physical health and well-being. Thanks for those. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else is on your mind. All right, my friends, now it's time for another Ask Me Anything. This question is from Emily. She asks, what are the most common autoimmune issues you consult with patients? Uh, Well, this is something that I see on an almost hourly basis, Emily. It is our top patient base are people with either diagnosed autoimmune diseases from their conventional rheumatologist or Uh, endocrinologist or another specialist, or they're somewhere on this larger autoimmune inflammation spectrum that I talk about and I've written about at length. But basically, um, the most common one, since you asked the most common, it's typically autoimmune hormonal problems like autoimmune thyroid issues, like Hashimoto's disease and Graves' disease, people with endometriosis, adenomyosis, people that are labeled with chronic fatigue syndrome, and that can cause hair loss. Of course, with the hormonal problems can cause hair loss or abnormal hair growth. Uh, it can obviously cause fatigue and things like this. We see a lot of autoimmune digestive problems like ulcerative colitis and Crohn's and celiac disease. We see musculoskeletal issues like fibromyalgia. And we see other autoimmune issues like lupus and Sjogren's and MS. Uh, So these are the most common things that I see. I wouldn't miss anything there. But we see not just people that are diagnosed, but are people that are on this larger autoimmune inflammation spectrum, like I mentioned, because when someone's diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, research estimates it's about four to 10 years prior to that diagnosis is when things were brewing on this inflammation spectrum. It didn't happen overnight. So there's many people that are not full-blown, they don't have diagnosable autoimmune diseases yet, but they're somewhere on this inflammation spectrum where they have autoimmune components, it's causing them to feel horrible, to not feel well, but they're told by their doctors there's nothing they can do. The word autoimmune is thrown around maybe. It could look autoimmune, but they're not checking all the boxes within conventional medicine, which you have to have significant destruction of the body before mainstream medicine will call it that. Uh, And there's many people that will never get bad enough to be diagnosed by conventional medicine as having an autoimmune disease, but they're in what's called autoimmune reactivity. There's three stages on this autoimmune inflammation spectrum. There's silent autoimmunity, then autoimmune reactivity, then the autoimmune disease. Autoimmune reactivity is sort of this inflammatory purgatory that many people find themselves in where they have inflammation, they have symptoms, they have things like fatigue and and anxiety and depression and digestive problems or hair loss or musculoskeletal pain, things like this, but they're not checking all the boxes to be labeled with an ICD-10 code or diagnosis code. This is a lot of my patients. So hopefully they answered your question, Emily. Great question. That's it for today. Thanks again for hanging out with me. I would love to know what you think about the art of being well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit subscribe and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com 
slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday and I hope you will too. Talk soon.